Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. And thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. Uh, oddly, this weekend, all the features seem to be tonight, not tomorrow night, because we've got a raft of features uh, scheduled tonight. We've got the big night coming through at Bathurst tonight. It's Gold Crown Finals night, so there's four Group 1 features there. We've got that huge night over in Auckland in New Zealand, which starts later this afternoon. We've got some feature racing coming through from Gloucester Park in Perth. So a lot of the features for the, uh, the Harness Code this weekend taking place tonight. So there's a lot to look forward to. Very shortly, Ryan Spice will join us as he does each and every Friday. Jared Daffy with all the market movers for the weekend's features. And Darren Clayton with an early look for the card of racing coming through from Rickliffe tomorrow night. 11 races there. And uh, Darren's going to pass on some of his best bets for that program. So there's a lot to look forward to on mobile rolling today. Our first cab off the rank is Ryan Spice. And he joins us now. There's a lot to look forward to. And Ryan joins us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you? I'm really well. This is a great night of racing coming through from Bathurst tonight. We've got four Group 1 features. We've got, uh, as I said, that big card in Auckland tonight. We've got features down in Sydney and Melbourne. Big card of racing locally here tomorrow night at Recliffe. The sale's on Sunday. Where is your best bet? Where are we going there? Chris, we're going to kick off with the Bathurst Gold Crown final tonight. I'm pretty keen on the boom horse Petrarca. So he's race eight, number 11, and he's currently sitting at $2 with tab. Um, I'm happy to be with this horse. From what we saw last week in the heat, he really does look an exceptional talent with plenty of speed. I don't mind the draw from the point of view that he won't be gassed early. I think Nathan Jackal ease, work off into the running line. If they're going slow, he'll pop around. If they're going fast, he'll just come with one run. Emma and Clayton are in town, and all signs through the media this week is that they are extremely happy with his progress. So I think Petrarca is the best of the weekend. Okay, so race eight, number 11, Petrarca. He gets the three votes for you to take out that Group 1 feature tonight. Just on that uh, effort last week, his debut run in the heat, he was so professional because it was rough and tumble early. He was able to, you know, cop that interference and then go around and get up nice and handed the speed. He was the ultimate professional on debut, wasn't he? He sure was. And Nathan Jack, uh, had a firm grip on him in that last quarter. He was, he was, he ran a 27-6 quarter home, and he was really only let go from about the 200. So he just, he really does look like a speed demon. Okay, Nathan Jack. We spoke with Nathan yesterday. He's got some great firepower tonight. He's got some firepower to look forward to with the likes of Ladies in Red, Lock and Varat. He's one of the best going around in the sport right now, Nathan Jack. Yeah, he's got super hands, and as we've seen in the higher-class open events, he is one of the best gate drivers in the land as well, so it's good to see him back. Okay, well, that's Petrarca, your best bet for the weekend, currently $2 with Tab right now. I wanted to ask you about the free-for-all coming through from Rickliffe tomorrow night. Race number four, turn it up, has to overcome a second-row draw. Shane Graham's picked off. He's opted for LL Cool J. Grant Dixon gets the drive on turn it up. What are your early thoughts on the free-for-all race for tomorrow night? Chris, I think this is Star Galleria's race to lose. He's drawn to pounce straight on the front end. Um, he's already been there, been a little move in the market on tab from, I think it was $1.75 into $1.45 roughly. 
Uh, on the front end, around the triangle, you always have to play the percentages, and he certainly looks the hardest to beat. But from a betting point of view, um, I'm keen to think that Ruby Tash, drawn leaders back, can run a bold race and sneak into a place. So if she was to drift out to around the dollar eighty mark, I would certainly be keen to play there. Okay, so you're keen on two, but uh, one maybe the place there, Rubies for Tash. That's the regular free-for-all race for tomorrow night. What about, is there a value play for the weekend? Have you found something at odds? Yeah, Chris, I'm yet to hit the mark with my value selections for radio, but hopefully this weekend can be the, the time. Yeah, I've come up with one in the Group 1, something about Maori trots down at Melton on Saturday night. Uh, they've gone up a big price for a talented mare called Hopeful Beauty. She's currently $21 and $7 a place. Look, this trotting mare is enigmatic, to say the least. She probably fires in about one in two performances, but her best is outstanding. Last start, she was beaten ahead by I'm Ready Jet, and I'm Ready Jet is currently the $1.65 fixed favourite for this race. I think the small field suits, the 2,700 suits, it's the second of the Anton Galena runners. And at $21 each way, I am more than happy to find out. Okay, so race eight, number six, Hopeful Beauty. Speaking of Melton, uh, you lined our pockets last week. Hi, my name is Jeff. Uh, he's in again tomorrow night. Do you butter up again? Yeah, I think he wins again. He look, the lead looks there for him. I think the dollar thirty though, Chris, that's currently on offer is clear unders. Just be patient, and if he gets out, uh, certainly he'll be another bet. He was never in any doubt last week, was he? Once he got to the front, that was it. Game set match. It sure was. It was an easy watch after about three hundred metres. All right. Hey, Ryan, always appreciate the time, uh, appreciate the tips as well. Best bet for the weekend, Petrarca, and the value comes up at Melton tomorrow night. Race 8, number 6, Hopeful Beauty. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, Chris. There's Ryan Spice joining us. Uh, he's given us his uh, in, uh, insights for the weekend. He's labelled Petrarca tonight, and the, the value play is Hopeful Beauty coming through tomorrow night. Let's talk all things prices now. Now, man from the tab, Jared Daffy, who's with us each and every Friday, is online. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. I mentioned earlier, all the features seem to be tonight this weekend. Saturday yeah. night, a little okay. It's all on tonight, the excitement. Yeah, you don't normally see that. Obviously, we've got Gloucester Park and Alexandra Park and that. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting that those features are on at Bathurst tonight. Well, originally it was scheduled for Saturday, but given that NRL match takes place there tomorrow, oh, they course, brought that yeah. race meeting forward, so that's why it's on tonight. But it was originally scheduled for Saturday night. Okay. It's going to be a full house there at Penrith and Newcastle tomorrow. So, yeah, well, um, Nathan Cleary won't be there, but all of the other big names are there. So we've got the Premiership holders or the Premiership Cup holders there against a side who have looked really good in, in the two matches so far this season. So I, I think it's a sellout and you can understand why. Yep, absolutely. Let's focus on the harness racing action at Bathurst tonight. We'll start with race eight. This is the gold crown final. This features the Bullsmores Petrarca. He is the favourite at two dollars. We've got Tardelli at four forty. Uh, Seven fifty about better be the best, and nine fifty for our sunset delight. So Petrarca at two dollars. What's the uh, the money saying for this race tonight? Well, I heard you talking about Petrarca at length there before. He's been a pretty decent drifter here. 170 out to $2. Uh, the second pick, Tardelli, ditto, 340 out to $440. they have chipped away at 3 or 4 in, in this uh, race, Chris. Definitely the one sweetheart, Bart, 17 into 10. Two better be the best, 950 into 750. 
And the other one down the bottom, number 12, Our Sunset Delight, has just come in a shade, 14 into 9.50. So there's enough support there for, well, three middle pinners in the market to suggest that uh, perhaps the Smarties think either Petrarca well and truly under the odds, and that might be the case, uh, or perhaps he's a risk. So I don't know what the answer to that is, but it's a fairly decent drift in a good race, 170 out to $2. Okay, well, that, uh, that's interesting. It sheds a new light on that race potentially tonight. So numbers 1, 2, and 12, that's the uh, the trio that have been specced there, mm. Petrarca easing. So that's the gold crown final for the boys. The gold tiara final is race 7. And the odds-on favourite here is Treasure Stride, fresh off her uh, excellent debut, taking the heat, $1.60. Uh, next best is Jewel Melody, who went the quickest of the, uh, the fillies, Winning her heat, 370. And then we quickly get out to double the figures. Best of the rest is Lock and Varzina, $11. So is it a race in two or is it all about the favourite? Well, it looks that way, doesn't it? I mean, it was very impressive. I guess Punter's just a little bit apprehensive to take the shorts at the moment. So open 160 hasn't moved. The other one you mentioned there, Jewel Melody, uh, did open at $4 and co- has come in to $3.70. And outside of that, we can't find a taker for anything else. So. The prices suggest it's a race in two. The favourite has held its place. There's some sort of interest in dual melody, four into 3.70. So uh, work out what you can from from what I've said there. But there's certainly no knock on the favourite. They haven't come with a real big rush for anything to beat it. Okay, race number six uh, tonight, the gold chalice. This one for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. And this looks fairly open. Rip is the favourite. He's at 3.10. He's got the call over, I am because of you, 3.70. Uh, others in the market here, small T, $6, $7, Lightning Dan, $8, Commander Buzz, $11, Muscle Bart. Can you give us a lead here? Certainly can. Now, Rip had a few in front of him in the market when the market first went up, $6. Got into 4 got into three thirty last night, and now into $3.10 this morning. So it is the new favourite there, uh, whilst that's been going on, naturally enough. Most of the others have eased out, apart from Muscle Bart. Bit of interest there each way, 14 into 11, but... In summary, of the ones in the market, and there are a handful there, Rip is the one they want to be with, $6 into $3.10. Okay, strong move there for Rip, for Bernie and Doug Hewitt. Who knows, we might be seeing him during the Queensland Carnival later this year, a race like the Queensland Derby for him. The gold bracelet for the three-roll fillies. This promises to be a good race because uh, a lot of these fillies are bound for Queensland as well. Just hope the New South Wales Oaks winner at $1.60, Madrid $3.00. And then the best of the rest here, Jared, we're going out to, what, $15 for Miss X. So it's a yeah. race in two here. Well, it does look that way, doesn't it? Just Hope opens at 155. Madrid opened at 320. So just a marginal change to both of those. Just Hope got out to $1.62 days ago. Hasn't gone anywhere since. And the opening 320 disappeared rather quickly for Madrid, but into $3 now, and that money has dried up. So... In summary, it looks a racing two on paper. You look at the prices, it suggests it's a racing two. Just hope has held his place. And once again, they haven't come with a rush for anything else, even Madrid at the $3. So it looks like uh, it's expected to win their number seven, Just Hope. OK, Just Hope, the uh, the favourite runner there for the three-year-old Phillies feature. So that's all in front of us tonight at Bathurst, the great card of racing coming through there. Later this afternoon, Jared, over in Auckland, we've got some feature races as well. The Oaks, the Derby, let's focus on those two features. Race six is the the Great Northern Oaks, and the odds-on favourite is True Fantasy for the All-Stars operation. She missed the prelude race last week. 
opting to go straight into uh, the big one tonight. A dollar sixty-five comes up with the inside gate. Next in betting, we're looking at Remember Me, seven dollars, seven fifty. Lady of the Light, nine dollars. First Rose. Is it all about the favourite? It is. It looks like it's expected to win. We did open True Fantasy 195, quickly got into 170, sat there for a day or so, and then overnight into this morning now into 165, so it's clear favourite. Aside from that, uh, Lady of the Lights had a, a sprinkling of interest. It's currently at 750 and can't find a taker for anything else there. Okay, the other filly in the market there I uh, overlooked was Covergirl. She's at $8. Uh, the Derby, it's all about a cooter. And he is a clear favourite here again for the All Stars operation. Mark Purden again with the drive. A dollar twenty-five at Cooter. We've got seven dollars about Bollinger. Seven fifty Beach Ball. Nine dollars Franco Indy. We opened it up dollar thirty at Cooter, and straight away there was a bit of multi activity there. So that was enough for the boys to bring it into a dollar twenty-five. It's been that way for two days now. Uh, there's nothing else firmed into the market. So rest assured. The 125, it'll be around about that mark. It might be a little bit better. It might be a little bit worse to come later in the day, but plenty of multi-activity there through number three, Akuta. Okay, we go to the west tonight, Gloucester Park. Race 7 is the feature, the uh, Group 2 Champagne Classic. Odds-on favourite here, Valedictorian. He's $1.45. Is it all one-way traffic here? Yes, uh, 160, 155, 150, now 145. So in WA, when they come back a second and a third time for these shorties, they very, very rarely miss. So it might be a, a nearly a number in the frame job, but one of the better back runners anywhere, race seven, number three, valedic, valedictorian tonight. Okay. Uh, Melton tomorrow night. Uh, we mentioned that the uh, Group 1 feature is race eight. There's something about Maori Trot. Uh, we've got uh, the favourite is I'm Ready Jet 165, 440 Vacation Hill, $5 Aldebaran Crescent, $9 Illawong Stardust. Uh, what can you tell us about this feature? Well, these trot races in Victoria, they sort them out rather quickly once the markets went up. Uh, once the markets do go up, if we've got a shorty, they either go crash, bang, wallop, and, and it's shorter, or they back three or four, they spec three or four to beat the shorty. Uh, it's been the former here. I'm Ready Jet, opened at 185, quickly got into 165, been that way since Thursday morning and can't find a starter for anything else here. So it looks like it's expected to win as well. I'm Ready Jet. Okay, and the free-for-all at Redcliffe tomorrow night, race four, Star Galleria, 145. So he's a clear choice. Turn it up, 550. $8 LL Cool J, 850 rubies for Tash. Uh, is it one-way traffic with Star Galleria? Well, I hate to sound like a broken record, but yes, opened at 160. A couple of moves has it into the current quote of 145. Normally by now, if that was under the odds, because sometimes they can't shorten up rather quickly, Chris, and, and you know the smarties might think, gee, that's short, I'll, I'll bet against it. But again, no activity behind it. So it's one of the warmer favourites around tomorrow night, one of the better back favourites, number two, Star Galleria, $1.45. $1.45 Star Galleria. Each and every week you build us a, a multi. There's plenty of ammo at your disposal here today because there's been there a is. few well-backed runners this weekend. So what are you going to uh, build for us? We're going to bounce the ball uh, with Bathurst tonight. Race 6, number 4, Rip, which is currently at $3.10. Uh, at Glo uh, Gloucester Park, race 7, number 3, Valedictorian, $1.45. Uh, at Auckland today, I missed one there. Race six, number one, True Fantasy. It's a dollar sixty-five, and we'll round it out with Redcliffe, the one we just mentioned, Star Galleria. Race four, number two, tomorrow night, a dollar forty-five. So there's been plenty to pick from. You're right. There's there's some ammo there, but uh, they're the ones that stand out to me at the moment.
Okay, so that's Rip at Bathurst tonight. Uh, Valedictorian uh, tonight at Gloucester Park. True Fantasy tonight, Alexandra Park. And we finish it off with Star Galleria in the open at Redcliffe tomorrow night, race number four. Busy weekend again for you, Jared. Really appreciate the time, and we look forward to the chat again next week. Thanks, Chris. There's Jared Daffy from Tab joining us. So you can check out those prices and much more by going to the website, tab.com.au, and you can find all of those markets for the weekend's features right now. Let's focus on Redcliffe tomorrow night. Busy time at Redcliffe. So they're racing tomorrow night, 11 races. Their annual yielding sale on Sunday, first lot in the ring at noon. Monday night, they're racing. Tuesday afternoon, they're racing. Wednesday night, and I'm pretty sure they're back again there next Thursday. But uh, it's busy, busy, busy on the uh, the peninsula, no doubt about it. Darren Clayton's online with us now. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. Uh, we've got plenty to look forward to, uh, not only at Redcliffe, but uh, as I've mentioned uh, previously, uh, you're a Bathurst boy, so I'm sure you're keeping a very close eye on all the action that's set to unfold there tonight. So I'll get to that in just a moment, but let's focus on Rickler firstly. This free-for-all, race four, he's been off the map here, Star Galleria. 145 is the current quote with Tab. Are you tipping him tomorrow night? Yeah, I am, and I think it's it's pretty hard to look past him coming up with the gate he has there in, in barrier two. Uh, first up for Ricky Thurlow, two runs back, and he drew a good gate, went straight to the front, and... Um, it was just out of reach for the chasers. He got away with the 61-5 opening half on that occasion, um, and that just made it impossible for the chasers. He gets to the front again here um, with Rubis for Tash drawn in gate one. She won't provide too much opposition in the early stages. So um, you can see why the, the quote is so short. It looks justified. Um, LL Cool J probably has to do the, the heavy work outside of him. Um, that'd give turn it up a nice run. Deus Ex is probably going to get um, hemmed away on the fence. He's not going to get off the fence as easily as he did last time. If they pull back, he's then got to cover a lot of ground. So uh, it all points to Star Gallery. His effort was pretty good too. Second up when he had to make a move to get around to the to the chair uh, in the early stages, and he battled away pretty well on that occasion, not too far from them. So I can see why the quote is. Uh, short. I can see why he's been backed and, and yeah, I've got him on top. I think um, he just takes them all away. I think that's a good race to play the exotics, Chris, um, standing him out in a trifecta um, and with that in mind, I thought um, using the numbers one and seven, Ruby's for Tash in behind will get the closing shot on him, back with Sean Grimsey now after um, we saw her up here before and now she's back up and I noticed uh, Sean's name's now in the ownership, so um, he's got hold of a pretty good mare there. Um, and then seven days X if he sticks to the fence, sort of running second, and then just throw in uh, number three, LL Cool J, and number eight, turn it up for, for the third position. So, um, yeah, good race to play the exotics there, the trifecta in the first fours. Okay, were you surprised that Shane Graham opted for LL Cool J over turn it up, or do you think the barrier draw made it pretty straightforward? I was probably a little bit surprised. I thought... Um, I guess he probably knows LL Cool J in terms of how much work he needs to do in driving him, whereas um, he can, with Grant getting the drive on Turn It Up, it's probably a little bit straightforward, just sit in and come with one run, whereas he takes the drive on LL Cool J, probably gets to sum it up a little bit more in the early stages, whether he, uh, how much pressure he needs to apply, and he'd probably be a little bit more comfortable in doing that, I guess, but... Um, 
Not not overly surprised. I think you reverse the gate. He probably drives, turn it up, and has a good shot for the front. If if it was starting from barrier three, where uh, LL Cool J is. Okay, fair enough. What is your best bet on the program tomorrow night? Yeah, I've come up uh, in race number five, Chris, Captain Nemo. I don't think it really suited him last week. Um, there was a bit of an early scrimmage, and uh, Mark Ducks angled down onto the pegs, and I just don't think that that's probably, while he is pretty versatile, I, that's probably the one spot where he's not, didn't look as comfortable anyway from his three runs back up until uh, there last week. So he, he sat outside Juddy Douglas in a really big run, and then uh, he led from the front and just held on. And then he, he held on for second last week, but um, Soho Sinatra came off his back from three fence and got him late. Um, and having listened to Mark Duck say there a couple of weeks ago when you interviewed him that he's a horse that only does what he needs to do, well, I don't think he saw Soho Sinatra coming off his back. I think he can either get to the breeze or even push onto the front here, and from there he finds the right race to uh, to, to control this, like I say, either in front or f- can control it from the breeze. So race five, number four, Captain Nemo, very keen on his chances. Okay, so that's race five, number four, and that starts the quaddy there tomorrow night. Is there a value play for our listeners this morning? Yeah, I thought um, in race eight, horse number nine, the Harvey Bay might just come up at a, a little bit of a price just from where he's drawn out in gate nine. He drew gate one last week, and, and there was plenty of people keen on him. Um, he didn't have the speed to lead from gate one, and I don't think, a, a bit like Captain Nemo, he's probably not a horse suited on the pegs. He's a horse takes a bit of time to wind up and he can really get through his gears once he gets going and maintain that sort of high speed for a little bit longer. So I think gate nine really suits him and I think he finds a race here where uh, that will really play into his hands. Looks a good bit of speed early. He can either get around them or just sort of continue to keep pushing on that three-wide train and, and I thought he was a good show there in race eight. That's horse number nine, the Harvey Bay. Okay, so race eight, number nine. We might be able to get each way odds there about him in that final leg of the quaddy. Speaking of the quaddy, throw some numbers at us uh, for the uh, the main quaddy tomorrow night. Races five, six, seven and eight. Yeah, so that first leg, um, like I said, Captain Nemo, I thought um, a really good thing there. So happy to play one out with him for the reasons I've identified. If you were looking for insurance, number two, Blissful Lily, or number seven, Captain's Pick, certainly in the thick of it. In the second leg, race number six, um, I think you can play this one pretty wide. I've got number four, Bombardier Jujon on top. He'll be better suited back to a front-line draw. Didn't go to plan last week. He comes out of that same um, Captain Nemo race, and he ended up at the tail of the field in that early scrimmage that sort of broke the field up a bit soon after the start. And from there, he was then always going to face a battle. Number two, Infatuation. He was a good winner. Uh, last week just got the right run in the 1-1 one, one and, and powered over the top. Gate 2 doesn't have a great deal of early speed, but he'll be thereabouts. Three Pacific drums. He's a gazelle off the arm, so can see him going forward. And number 6, rock bottom. No favours from the gate, but certainly going well enough. So 2, 3, 4 and 6. The third leg is race number 7. Again, another wide open one. I've got number 1, isolation on top, but with no great confidence. Um, he got... 
he got put away by Molly's Mary L last week. He led and, and she delivered the, the first over crush. And um, he gets the gate to look to go all the way again or whether they take a sit this time, not sure. Obi-Wan, he's been a great uh, consistent performer of late. He's going to be right there in the thick of it. Good as it gets. Um, now with Trent Dawson. Didn't have much go his way at Marburg last time out. Only beaten the head in that race, so he'll be in the thick of it. And smooth cash, uh, um, probably not suited from gate seven. I think he's better suited out rolling, but uh, he can be thereabouts as well. So playing it wide again with one, four, seven, and nine. And bringing it home, um, I've got number nine, the Harvey Bay, on top here, as I've mentioned previously. Um, dangers, number one, Williward Lightning. He's the stable mate. He gets the gate to certainly be thereabouts. He'll find it easier than his last run where he chased home the, the progressive and smart-looking some moment somewhere. If he leads, the Irish Eagle is going to get the perfect trip. And number six, Airtime, is going to be right in the thick of it. Uh, I think he's now with Trent Dawson as well. And um, he wasn't too far from, say, Bob's your uncle last time out. He'll be fresh up here. So going with the numbers one, six, seven, and nine to bring it home. Okay, so bottom line, it looks like there might be some uh, value in that quaddy tomorrow night at Recklerve. All your information be- uh, can be found on the Racing Queensland website. Who's the driver in focus tomorrow night? Yeah, well, I thought it was a, a pretty even, um, on paper anyway, it looked pretty even across the card. I think um, honours will be split. I've got uh, I've put Grant Dixon as the driver to follow. There's a couple there that I think he'll... Um, It'll go pretty well with. He gets Major General Jujon in race one, gets all the options there from that gate. Fond Memories is going well. He's picked up the drive on Turn It Up. Uh, Captain's Pick will be suited along the inside. He's got Bombardier Jujon, who I'm keen on. Uh, and he's also got Stress Factor in the last. If he can get across to the front, he might uh, prove a tough nut to crack. He just couldn't get to the front there last week. So he's the driver to follow. Uh, if you're looking for a leader, we've got, uh, I thought, Tommy Lincoln in front, Star Galleria in front, and Call Me Keith in front. will all run big races. We've got the best bet. We've got the quaddies and the exotic, best exotic I've already mentioned there with Star Galleria stood out from uh, Blissful, not Blissful, Lily, that's the other Grimsy runner. Um, Ruby's Fatash standing out to Star Galleria from Ruby's Fatash and Deus Ex and a couple of others there. So that's all there. That's the dashboard and like you said, you can find that on the Racing Queensland website. Excellent. It's a must-use uh, tool when you're doing all the form for that uh, Metro meeting. And it takes place at Rickliffe tomorrow night, 11 races. Now, as I mentioned, you're a proud Bathurst guy, so you're keeping an eye on all the action there tonight. There's four Group 1 features. I'm going to get your thoughts on each of these four Group 1 finals. And we'll start with the Race 5, the gold bracelet for the three-year-old fillies. The favourite is Just Hope. Is she your on-top selection here? Yeah, I think despite the wide gate, she still gets probably a little bit of an advantage with Madrid drawn to outside. She looks a really progressive filly, there's just hope. And then going off um, Nathan Jack's assessment of her when you spoke to him yesterday, uh, it's pretty hard to go go past her. Captain's Queen, she'll get the nice run um, from gate one, the stable mate. And from a, from a local's perspective... Uh, Silk Cloud, she was pretty handy as a two-year-old. Probably hasn't really come back at three, but um, Bathurst trained by Tony Higgs. Um, she can certainly be an improver from that gate. So, yeah, Just Hope, I think, is to, will be the one to beat, and she does look a, a pretty good filly in the making. OK, the gold chalice for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings is race six. 
This looks open. There's a number of chances here, but Jared Daffy from Tab just moments ago said there's a really good move here for number four Rip, and he's now the favourite at three ten. Who do you like in this feature? Yeah, it's it's um, I'd, I'd love to see him win it for um for Bernie and Doug Hewitt, no doubt. But uh, I just don't know whether this might have just come up a little bit too soon for him. He's only had the four career starts. He's won three of those. He was good in his heat where he flashed home from back in the pack, and he's gone 54-5. That was a career PV, but um, just whether he's, he's quite up to it. Small tees in gate one certainly is, um, certainly is the one that probably holds the key to the race because how well he gets out and, and how much he runs them along. Brian Patelli, this horse, he really likes to, to fire up when he gets out in front. So I guess he holds the key to the race. He got run down uh, in his heat of this series by Iron Because of You, and uh, Iron Because of You draws a couple of positions wider than small tees. I'm actually going at a bit of value here in this one, Chris. I thought... Um, the Amanda Turnbull train runner, I am the captain. He's going to go off at big odds, but just think if they go too hard up front, she can find a position just in behind the speed. He might just be a bit of a knockout hope. And, uh, yeah, just just going with him purely off the fact that I think they might go a little bit too hard up front. Okay, $26 and $5 the place right now for that uh, runner. I am the captain. What about the Group 1 gold tiara for the Phillies? The favourite is Treasure Stride. Yeah, I thought this was probably one of the one of the more open. But she's obviously a, a very good filly, but um, I'm not sure how how she goes from out there. Gate seven, um, inexperienced fillies drawn to her inside. There's no real runners that have got a, a great deal of experience. I know this is always the case with these early season uh, races, but. Um, Again, I'm going to go a little bit of value. I'm going to go with the, the Matt Rue trained and Cameron Hart driven Miss Exclusive. She couldn't have been any more impressive in in rattling off at the end of that uh, race last week. Not the quickest of the heats, but the way she did it from well back in the pack, she'd drawn inside the second line and really charged home. Um, she'd led into that with her an all-the-way win at Bathurst. And um, prior to that, she ran second in the pink bonnet um, behind Promised Land, a, a pretty handy filly from the Michael Doltoff stable. So um, I just think, again, another little bit of value and just could be a bit keen and willing early with a bit of speed drawn there off the front line. This exclusive uh, look for her rattling home. OK, $21, two ninety the place, and a gold crown race over for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings. Petrarca, did he get the three votes for you? Oh, geez, this is a tough one. Inside the second line, um, he's certainly going to earn his driver's fee for this one, Nathan Jack. I don't know where what he actually does. He's going to have to have, I think, plans A, B, C and D. And, um, um, yeah, I'm... I think he gets it done. From what we've seen in that trial, what we saw in the race, he looked the professional horse. I think he just looks to have the edge over these other horses. Ricky Alton's horse take nothing away from him, so he's certainly going to be right in the thick of it, Tardelli. But uh, yeah, happy to happy to give the uh, the Norm Smith Medal to Petrarca tonight. Okay, so he's currently at two dollars, but looking to overcome that really tricky draw. It's going to be a great night of racing coming through from Bathurst. Uh, 10 race program action starts uh, here locally in Brisbane at 5.01. So we look forward to all of that action coming through tonight. And that dovetails into that big card of racing at Redcliffe tomorrow night. 11 races there. Darren, as always, really appreciate the time. We'll be chatting again next week. 
Yeah, thanks, Chris. Looking forward to it.